Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And I'm Ellie Brigida. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And of course, we have to start with our first live show at the Bell House, February 18th. We're so excited to see all of you there. It's getting so close. It's happening. It's going to be before you know it. So get your tickets. Get them now. Come hang out in Brooklyn. Heck yes. (laughs) Also, we have our Taboo Toys contest Two ways to enter. The first one, if you have a ticket to the live show, send us a copy of your ticket to enter to win a she-she scissoring vibrator. The other contest you can enter is for a Spockum, Luna, and Celine vibrating remote bullet combo. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> I, yeah, right? The way you can enter for that one, go on Instagram, go on Twitter, put up a picture of you and your queer crew, tag us at Let's Hang Out Pod, and tag Taboo Toys at Buy Taboo Toys. Beautiful. We really want to give you all kinds of vibrators. (laughs) Here we go. And we also have a new Patreon perk. We're super excited. You can get all of our episodes completely ad-free for just $1 a month. Wild. So crazy. Join us at patreon.com slash leshangout. We'd love to see you there. We also would love to see you at Clexicon. If you're going to Clexicon... Come hang out in Vegas. We are also going to be recording a live episode at the convention. We cannot wait. It's going to be great. I just rhymed. Come hang out. <laughs> we always rhyme, Lee. We are, we are a rhyming we are a rhyming family here. That's so true. In this house, <laughs> we rhyme. In the greater Les universe, we have to talk about the favorite. I have seen it. Yes. Lee has yet to see it. I'm working on it. It's so freaking good. I'm so happy that Olivia Coleman won Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy at the Golden Globes because her performance as Queen Anne is amazing. So She's a queen is yeah. what you're saying? She's just the best. Yeah, she's a queen. Got it. So happy that the favorite is getting some recognition. Hope that it also gets some recognition at the Oscars and we have yes. some more lesbian movies just raking it in. Have more excuses for Rachel Weisz to talk about this movie. And, and wear the outfits. how much she likes kissing women. Yeah, you know, because whatever. we love her and we want to yes. just keep seeing her do that. So Excellent. <laughs> with that, back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 20th installment of Should Have Been Gay. Are you ready, Ellie? <gasps> yes. One, two, two three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel. Shlemazel. Hassan Pepper Incorporated. Oh my God, I'm so excited. In this week's episode, we are going to make our dreams come true. Doing it our way. That's right. Many of you probably know we're doing this episode. I'm excited about it, but it's also a little bit bittersweet because Penny Marshall passed away recently. And Penny Marshall is one of the stars of Laverne and Shirley, which is the should have been gay that we're doing 
this week. She's also, I would say, a gay icon, even though she was not herself a gay woman. Yes. Uh, Correct. Yes. And And this... Just to say, this is our form of a tribute. There is no greater tribute in our minds uh, than to explain how your show just touched little gay hearts everywhere. Exactly. So thank you, Penny Marshall, for being the gayest Laverne ever. <laughs> oh, we're going we're we're gonna gonna to get, get into it. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Penny Marshall herself, just besides the character... She directed a league, of her, a league of Their Own, which we've already done a Should Have Been Gay on. Probably one yes. of our favorite Should Have Been Gays. So right there. Love her. Already a boss. Already a boss. And she's just a feminist icon. She yes. um, she was working in show business pretty much her entire life. Their whole family was very um, show business related. Gary Marshall, who wrote Laverne and Shirley, actually is her brother. But also she was a director in her own right. And Jumpin' Jack Flash was the first movie by a woman to gross $100 million at the box office, which she directed amazing. and wrote, which is amazing. So we love you, Penny Marshall. Let's talk about how gay your character was. <laughs> it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little more gay. I think it's great. I feel I really enjoy that there's just been a lot lately of like, you know, we, we talked on this in our I Love Lucy episode, um, talking about it now with Penny Marshall. I think the same thing at the Golden Globes where they just recognized Carol Burnett. There's just, there's a lot lately of like how much women have done for comedy. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I am here for it. I love it. So we're just, we're going to keep that rolling with Laverne and Shirley. Yes. So for anyone who is not familiar with Laverne and Shirley, uh, if you are like me and have not really watched a lot of the show, this is the fantastic and very detailed IMDb synopsis of Laverne and Shirley. <clears throat> the misadventures of two single women in the 1950s and 60s. Well, I mean, true. Nailed it, well, nailed it IMDb. Nailed it. <laughs> It's a sitcom, so to be honest, it doesn't really have that much of a through-line plot, but yes. I need to give a little bit more detail on what this actual show is about, because that <laughs> just does not do it justice. So, Laverne and Shirley are two working girls, right? They're blue-collar workers in Milwaukee, and they make ends meet by living together as roommates, because they uh -huh. can't afford to live on their own, and they're unmarried. Uh-huh, right? uh -huh, I'm with you. Interesting. Um, and they do get into a lot of misadventures. My gay synopsis is that Laverne and Shirley are two, obviously, they're a couple that lives together in a Boston marriage in Milwaukee, live together, work together, play together, and ride bicycles together. Gay. Gay. Yeah. That's it. Done. Okay, yeah, I think my lesbian synopsis would go as follows. The classic roommate-to-lovers trope set in the 50s and 60s in Milwaukee featuring two Jewish femmes, one kind of femmier than the other, and that's it. Amazing. I um, that's it. And I featuring Shirley's cute-as-hell lesbian haircut. Oh my god, like the gayest little haircut. I love it. I've had that haircut, I'm pretty sure, so that's fine. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's jump in. Clearly, Lee, we know your experience with Laverne and Shirley is minimal, but why don't you Very start limited. with your experience with Laverne and Shirley since I told you we needed to do <laughs> a 
I should have been gay okay. on Laverne and Shirley. So I have done some research uh, in preparation for this episode because I am committed to our should have been gays and to you, all of our listeners. And my experience is what a gay ass show this was. Right? Oh my god! What I love more than anything, I've I've had this same experience with I Love Lucy, with Facts of Life, all of these sort of older classics that I haven't really watched as much of, and they are just so gay. Yeah, just like I love it, like surface level. Like oh honestly, you don't even need to dig that deep. No, and they're just super gay. Like, I feel like right now, you know, when you have people who have, like, non-canon ships and all sorts of, like, you're kind of reading between the lines, you're, like, looking for, like, such subtle things, interactions, there's, like, oh, they said this word in this sentence this way, emphasized, and you're, like, kind of trying to pick out, like, each teeny tiny detail breadcrumb. This, you're just, like, I mean, like, they kissed, Yes. So they actually kissed. <laughs> more so than yeah, more than most non-canon like, ships. Like they actually yeah. They oh consummated the it's, the relationship. It's a little much. Like mm-hmm. there we are gonna have some really compelling arguments um that I have very strong opinions about for all of my ten minutes of watching clips <laughs> of Which is honestly like all you really need to really understand that this is just a gay show. I think so. Yeah. What's your experience with Laverne and Shirley Ellie? It's honestly pretty similar to my experience with I Love Lucy. But I grew up with all of those like older shows. Like I like I loved watching TV Land. And so Laverne and Shirley, I'm pretty sure, was like on right after I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. So I would watch them back to back. And I loved Laverne and Shirley and looking back I'm like of course you loved Laverne and Shirley like because I'm like they're I'm like smiling thinking about them I totally had such a crush on Shirley when I was younger like (laughs) and I'm just like oh they're so cute and fun and like all the guys are irrelevant and it really irrelevant's the wrong word because I love Lenny and Squiggy but definitely not worthy of dating (laughs) Yeah, and, sure. and they weren't the reason you were watching. They were not. No, they yes. were definitely not the reason I was watching. Surely, so. huh? You usually go for blondes. I know. It's, for it's sort of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I it's mean, good I, to love, out I love Laverne too, though. It's, they're honestly, <laughs> they're such yin and yang that it's yeah. like you can love both of them just for like completely different reasons, you know? Which I think yeah. is why the show works. Um, I want to give our listeners some extra information on Laverne and Shirley. I just find so many of these older shows with really strong female leads just so interesting because of course like we're still pushing to get representation and to get more female-led shows on air. We're still dealing with bullshit of like women aren't funny. Exactly but when you look at it Laverne and Shirley was number one in the ratings for five years. Yes. So it's like you literally have a comedy that centers around two women, two single women who like dated some guys, but none of them really stuck. And you can see even in the 70s that that's what people wanted to see. And they were they were rated higher in the ratings than Happy Days, which is the show that they were a spinoff from. Exactly. And, like, Happy Days is obviously far more centers around male leads. Yeah. So I don't think that that was – I don't think that that's a coincidence that Laverne and Shirley (laughs) is number one in the ratings because – yeah. 
it's because that it was female fronted. So yeah. I just think that's awesome. And I would like to just mention that Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams, who play Laverne and Shirley, respectively, also wrote a lot of their own material because they were just hilarious women. And they were very, like, into their characters to the point where I I was watching this, like, biography special. They were saying that they would get in fights with the writers because they were like, my character wouldn't say that. I'm rewriting it. (laughs) which yeah gave them a little bit of reputation for being divas but also i think is sort of great uh and i think the takeaway there is girls ladies be divas yeah if you know you know like let them know you know (laughs) yeah own your own your own worth you know yes exactly so that's a little bit of background on the actual show obviously the characters that should have been gay are Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. I mean, this is a gimme. The title we're characters. Not going, we're not doing anything super subtle here. Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> pretty clear. I mean, all you have to do is just change the fact that they're together, and you don't change the title at all. People are like, oh, Laverne and Shirley, about a couple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Easy. I love Laverne and Shirley. Have them Yeah, dinner. I love them yeah. together. Great. Exactly. I also... <laughs> honorable mention would like to say lenny and squiggy should have been gay (laughs) lenny and squiggy are basically they're they're the two men who live next door to laverne and shirley and they always are barging in and being ridiculous gary marshall said that he put lenny and squiggy in because they needed two characters to be dumber than laverne and shirley (laughs) (laughs) which i think is so funny and they are but they're also in love with each other. So my ideal Laverne and Shirley is Laverne and Shirley are together. Lenny and Squiggy are together. And they're just a lesbian couple and a gay couple that just hang out all the time. Because I love it. To be real, that's pretty much what happens. They're like always in a foursome. <laughs> but they're never together. They make it very clear that, that Laverne and Shirley are not interested in Lenny and Squiggy and vice versa. Yeah. So it's pretty much exactly the same show. <laughs> yeah so all. should we start building a case for laverne and shirley oh yes let's okay do let's start with they're living together i mean there is no more classic trope i think in like lesbian stories especially in like fan fiction man roommates roommates Always. to lovers is just it's i mean like i can name off the top of my head multiple people in my friend group who were roommates <laughs> and then started dating like, it's it's a thing that happens. It's a thing. Yeah. Also, yes, they live together. In my version, I keep going back and forth between if I want them to just already be together, but it's a secret because it's the 50s, and then they live together, and they're like, they just don't tell anyone they're gay, but they've known, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Or oh, yeah. if they start living together, and then feelings develop. I mean, if I had to vote personally, I'm always going to vote for the slow, slow burn. burn. I know you're a uh, slow burn. You're a slow I burn am. gal. It's just, I can't help it. You know, you want you want the angst. You want the like, just, is she thinking the same thing that I'm thinking? Did that, did that mean what I thought it meant when it meant to me? What are these feelings? What's happening? I mean, it's just, You need the on. tension. You could have like a whole like two seasons or so just of that, you know, as long as there's a payoff. I mean, you can't do that and then just like gay bait endlessly, but like the payoff, man, that make that's all worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, in the actual show, it went on for 7 seasons. 
neither of them got married until season six or seven. Mm-hmm. So easy. There's there are no male love interests through season one through five who really stick. There's like they have Carmine, who Shirley's on and off kind of guy. But yeah, I think that's well, and that's yeah. that's the description is like two single women, which I just feel like that's basically you know like this time period code for like gay women. Exactly, <laughs> they're so single, but they they're always have so each other. Single and living together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yep. see what you're doing there. Like for a very, very, very long time, ladies. Let's let's even expand that. They're two single women. Living together, one of them walks around with a giant L on her chest oh all God. the time. I mean... She's literally branded herself. <laughs> I think we should just bring that back as a lesbian thing, is to, like, wear a giant L. I actually love that. Right? I mean, we now have the les shirts, and I, that's certainly an option as well. But yes. you could just even, like, shorthand it, you know? If you, But it has to be the exact Laverne, like, cursived L. Yes. And it's just this secret thing. That, like, you can signal to another lesbian. <laughs> secret. How secret is that? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying secret, like, the, the heteros don't know. Okay. You know what I mean? Any Shh, heterosexual person asks you and they're like, oh, from Laverne and Shirley, that show that's so heterosexual. And uh-huh. you're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love uh, it. It's just, it's not subtle. Let's, let's put it that way. It's not. Fun fact about that L also Penny Marshall asked for that on her costume. Amazing. Yeah. Like when they were fitting her for stuff, there was a letter on her costume and they were like, oh, we'll get rid of the letter. And she was like, no, turn it into an L. It's my thing now. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, look, sometimes when you see an opportunity, you just got to take it. You have to take it. Speaking. Okay. So they live together. They also work together. Yes. Like all lesbians wish they could. Exactly. We've talked about this before. Yes. In our U-Hauling episode, I think. Yes. Live together, work together, everything together. Right? Everything. And the outfits, I don't want to stereotype, but the outfits that they wear working at the <laughs> bottle factory, I feel like many a lesbian would just wear. Like the... Yeah. <laughs> just, just for fun, you know? It seems comfortable. Like you utilitarian the work jumpsuit yeah yeah Yeah. i like it i feel like probably (laughs) a few of you might have role played as lamarne and shirley just let us know okay and also they work at a brewery like come on you're trying to tell me that you have these two single i'm doing quotes again these two single women living together who just are super into beer at the brewery i mean yeah, like we that love, mi- we love micro brews. I know, right? <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. Here's a whole episode discussing uh, their favorite IPAs. Yes, lesbians, <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> so gay. Oh. And just in general, they always are so close to each other. It's a little much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of the physical comedy. Of everything, yes. but they are on top of each other all the time. Like, you live together, ladies. You don't need to both be sitting on the arm of the couch. But it's not even that. It's also, like, their faces. Like, when they have conversations, their faces are so close together. Like, if you ever actually tried to have a conversation with someone with your face that close to them, it would feel so uncomfortable unless... You were dating. 
you were with that person. Yeah. Romantically. Because there's no other excuse. Like, I, look, I have tons of friends. I love them, care about them very much. I do not frequently have conversations with them where, like, my mouth is within, like, two inches of their mouth. Yeah, only time that ever is is if I'm going to kiss someone. Right. Yeah. Definitely not platonic, ladies. It's not It's not even close. Just not even a little bit. No. When you look at clips, just really, really pay attention to, like, the physicality of those two women oh, yeah. standing with each other. In love. They're in love. They're so, they're so together. I mean, also, I feel like Laverne and Shirley are, like, weird couple goals. Some <laughs> couple goals. Sometimes they, they argue all the time, so I hesitate to be like, couple goals. But just the intro sequence itself, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's all let's ride a bike together. Like, Oh, let's, my God. Gayest thing ever. Let's hold hands and skip down the street. Like, it's a lesbian commercial. Yes. Can we just discuss the riding bike together and how much I was getting, uh, like, flashbacks to Skins and, like, Naomi and Emily? Yes. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yes. Ugh, look, more lesbians. Hooray. It's so – like, there is nothing more lesbian than riding a tandem bicycle. <laughs> Uh, not true. There are a couple things more lesbian than that, which is, for example, there's an episode called Drive, she said, where Shirley wants to buy a car, but doesn't quite have enough money. She needs Laverne to kick in the other half of the money to buy a car together. Because, like, when you make major life purchases, usually you do that with your roommate? With your best friend yeah sure with your or, significant other with your significant other and you like buy a car together I mean, i'm just saying just as an example of like other gay things that might have happened on the show is like you know that time they bought a car together that what makes 100 percent sense and they're like <laughs> we're never gonna leave each other because we're never right. going to go get married and go somewhere else. Exactly. It's like you buy a car together, mm -hmm. you get a cat together, you know. Yeah, the usual. Just just the standard lesbian dating steps. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Move in together, get a job together, buy a car together, get a pet together, you know. They're in the manual if you didn't get your uh, handbook when you signed up. Let we'll us make know. sure to get that to you. <laughs> when you came out, you should have gotten that in the mail. It's all good. Yeah, it's it's just unreal. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. There were a few <laughs> other episodes that you noticed too, right, Lee? Yes. Uh, and the next one, I think, is one of my favorites. Uh, it is an early episode, I think it's in season one. Season one or two, but it's called Fake Out at the Stakeout. And what I love about this is I'm going to rebrand this episode as Laverne and Shirley's Rack of God moment. Oh, God. Some of you remember way, way back in our second Should Have Been Gay when we discussed Rosalia Niles. There is an episode in Rosalia Niles where Rosalia goes undercover at a lesbian bar and Maura Isles plays a waitress at that bar wearing not a lot of clothing. The girls are on Out. very full display. And Jane has a moment. Has a moment with that happening. Uh, and it's called the Rack of God moment, frequently. And we talked about it. If you missed it, I would go back and check out that episode. But fake out at the stakeout, uh, Laverne goes undercover for, I think, the FBI or something. She, like, goes yes. undercover. Um, and there's a scene where she walks out in the costume that she's going to wear for this operation. And I'm just going to say there's there's some things on display. Oh, Yeah. This is, and like, yeah, this is the most, like, done up we <laughs> ever see Laverne. And they play it up for the comedy of it, obviously. But, you know, I'm just going to say that she walks out in that outfit and Shirley has to tell her uh, a handful of times how great she looks. Yep. Her eyes so, are bugging out of her head. Yeah. yeah. She's she's into it. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to call that our early precursor Rack of God moment. Yes. I love that. There's also an episode, uh, it's called Honeymoon Hotel. Shirley, I think Shirley wins a uh, giveaway, wins a package at a hotel, doesn't realize that it's for the honeymoon suite, and it's for like a honeymoon weekend, and they decide to go. Together. together. Yeah. yeah. So there's kind of, there's this whole storyline with Carmine involved, and they're trying to like pretend that Carmine's the husband, but it's basically Laverne and Shirley honeymooning at a hotel. Let's, let's just call it what it is. Let's be real. Oh my God. That's because she doesn't want to go with Carmine. Of course not. She's like, oh, this is so silly. I also think it's funny when you look back at a lot of these older shows, they use gayness as yeah. comedy. But, like, joke's on you because it's too believable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, not that funny because it's just there. Well, and it's also, like, joke's on you because you're just making many, many people 
more aware of, you know, certain things about themselves. Yep. They're like, oh, if Laverne and Shirley can go to the honeymoon hotel together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And to bring it all home with the gayness, (laughs) we have to talk about Airport 59. Yes. It's just we're all building up to this, right? Which is the episode where Laverne and Shirley are on a flight and the pilot passes out. They have to... Basically, they have to fly the plane. Laverne flies the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, when you're, like, at your near-death experience, Laverne and Shirley, Shirley realizes how much she loves Laverne. (laughs) Right? Look, thinking you're going to die has a way of bringing things to the surface. She's like, well, if I'm going to die, I need to at least have kissed Laverne before I die. And she just (laughs) kisses her while she's flying the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And not only does she kiss her, she kisses her. And then uh, this, I think, is the best line for a show of that era. Immediately following two women kissing is for one of them to turn to the other and say, we'll talk about that later. Yes. Like, come on. Come on. Yes. Like, that's just a lot. You know, there is some serious processing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some serious processing that is going to go on after that kiss. And it's like, neither of them looked shocked. Like, it's not like Laverne isn't like, oh, my God, what are you doing? She's not pushing her away. She's not she's not even surprised. She's just like, we're going to talk about that later. I have to land this damn plane so that we don't die because we got some shit to work out. Exactly. She's like, honey, we can't we can't kiss right now. <laughs> and here's what I'm saying. That was so that episode was season three, episode one. Uh, I say you slow burn it for two seasons, you have them kiss right out the gate season three, and then you have some time processing the beginning of that season, and then they get they get together. But I mean, come on. It was... On. You had it right there. It literally it right in there. your plate. They finally land, and they're like, oh, well, we're alive, so this is sort of weird. They have some, <laughs> they have some weird processing where Shirley's like, oh, well... I just kissed you because we were about to die. And Laverne's like, "Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) And then they go back and forth. And then finally, Shirley's like, okay, I want to kiss you again. Yeah. And then then there it is. And then they live happily ever after. By the the standards of what was going to be allowed on television in, you know, late 70s, I think that's about as in your face as you could make it. Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome that they had them kiss at all it's kind of great yeah it's, it's a lot. sort of you wonderful just, i feel like you look at all of these things and you just feel like the writers are sitting there saying like oh here's some good like fan fiction fodder oh yeah, let's give them this setup i mean it's just like setting after setting after setting for like excellent fan fictions oh yeah amazing so lee when you were diving into your research you found some fan fiction Correct. Well, okay, so any good research on Should Have Been Gay episode has to include looking up what is the interest here? You know, like, what do people ship? Do they do they ship it? How do they ship it? Yep. Um, and so I I found uh, an excellent fan fiction that I think we have to recreate part of. Um, it's called The Bed. Oh, God. And it is by uh, a writer whose handle is Roxy Latour on Archive of Our Own. Um, Thank you, Roxy. And as I mentioned, that writers were just, like, handing out uh, 
you know, ideas for good fan fiction settings. Um, yes. Here, this is an episode, or this is a story based on Honeymoon Hotel. So it's Laverne and Shirley spending the night in the honeymoon suite. Uh, that's kind of, that's going to be our setting. Okay. Amazing. Um, so I'm going to be playing Shirley. And uh, I'm going to be Laverne. Thank God. Ellie's going to be Laverne. Um, so and we're exciting. just going to, we're just going to do a, a, a quick dramatic reading of part of the bed. Ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. For a few long moments, there wasn't a sound to be heard except Laverne's hand sliding across the fabric of Shirley's negligee. This felt good, really good, for both of them. Shirley relished the feel of her friend's hands on her, goosebumps rising en masse across her skin. Laverne studied the contours of Shirley's shoulder blades, memorizing the placement of stray freckles and the way her soft, pale flesh pinkened with each, pinkened with each languorous stroke. She had goosebumps of her own to rival Shirley's. Shirley unconsciously moaned but quickly caught herself. She shouldn't be enjoying Laverne's touch as much as she was. She wondered if Laverne could somehow tell. Her cheeks once again flushed hot pink, and Laverne's heart rate rose exponentially. She longed to slide her hand under the white chiffon and pull Shirley close, to touch the places she'd only seen in passing. The heat between them was undeniable, though both would have rather died than admit it. Neither made a sound, and the once-blessed silence grew heavy until Shirley spoke. Boy, this sure isn't how I envisioned spending a night in the honeymoon suite at the Fister. Shirley had hoped to address the elephant in the room, but Laverne heard sadness in her voice and tried to lighten the mood. Yeah, me neither. But hey, it's free, right? And we had a good time tonight, didn't we? <laughs> oh my god, I love that you're doing the voice. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm in character. <clears throat> I had to. Yeah, I just, I guess I just feel kind of, I don't know, kind of screwed up. I mean, we're not kids anymore, Laverne, and we're no closer to getting married than we were when we graduated high school. Sometimes I wonder what we're doing, you know? Shirley turned to face Laverne, her eyes shining with unshed tears. Laverne caught her breath at the sight of her face across the pillows. They hadn't been so close in a long time. Not like this, anyhow. She saw a flicker of recognition in Shirley's eyes as well. I don't know. Maybe we're doing what's right for us? When our time comes? If it comes, it'll be right. Until then, this feels right to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and scene. Oh my God. And scene. Uh, this feels right to all of us, Laverne. Oh think, my god. I hope I that that did. It. I'm sorry, Penny. Love you. <laughs> I hope that did you justice. <laughs> I like to think she is uh, smiling down on this episode. I hope so. I really from, do. From somewhere. So, of course, the characters we're shipping are Laverne and Shirley and Lenny and Squiggy. We need to come up with ship names before okay. we wrap, rewrap this baby up. Uh, I have some contenders. All right. But let's let's take turns. Okay. What would be your top ship name for Laverne and Shirley? Shaverne. Shaverne. I like that. Yeah. For some reason, the first thing I thought of was Shaverne, um, but I think Shaverne is better. Yeah. Sh um, I, I also like Daphini. Uh, oh, okay. Their last names. Their last names. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you gotta go last names. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had another one. What was it? Shern. No, it was, uh, okay, I think you could also do, like, Laverly. Oh, I like Laverly. Yeah. That's cute. Mm -hmm. It's like Loverly from, uh. Um, kind of, right? Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. I don't know if it suits them as well. Okay, I mean, I'm almost afraid to ask. I mean, no, Lenny sorry, and yeah. Squeaky, <laughs> my first instinct is 
instinct is Liggy. <laughs> well, I mean, what's your other option? Like, I squinny? Mean, yeah, the other option is, like, yeah, squatty. Squigny? Squigny. Squigny. Oh, I like squigny. Squigny. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, there's not, there's not a ton to work with there. The most obvious one, uh, which is that they open a, a company together. They have something together, and they call it Squignowski. Oh, yes. They, like, they named their own ship. You're right. I love when couples, couples name their own shows ship. name their yep. own ship. It's just... And and do it in a way where they're, like, not actually doing it. I love it. Yes. I mean, we could definitely have another episode just on Lenny and Squiggy, but <laughs> it's okay. We'll just... I think... Honor- honorable mention, Squignowski. What we really need is we need someone to start, like, a... a brother podcast yes or we should get some gay men on on here right that's what i'm saying like we need like the gay man equivalent because we're always focusing on the women obviously yeah i mean it's you and me and that's what we do um but you know i feel like there's just so many uh similar options out there that someone could just do like an entire series on man 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 chip on man man, love man man man, man, love i don't know what do you call that whatever you call it um, romances so, yeah. that's so what they there call you go them. if someone wants to do that please feel free we would love love to uh see that happening so lenny and squiggy love you guys uh squignasky sold uh i think the the main takeaway here from all of this is laverne and shirley should have been gay should have been gay should have been gay so obvious <laughs> God, I love that you did her voice. It's I had to. <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. Okay. Let me hear you say hip, 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 okay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community, and we want to shout out some of the favorite things that have been happening every episode. This week, we really want to shout out the Bechdel cast. We just recorded an episode with them recently uh, that we will be on their podcast talking about Debs, one of our faves. Of course. Uh, and you should check it out. If you haven't listened to Bechdel cast already, you should really go and listen, uh, to all of their episodes. They're fantastic. And we always, always want to support other podcasts that are female fronted and super feminist. Heck yes. Yes. And of course we want to thank our top tier patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, and Mark Foster. Thank you all so much. And if you want to watch Laverne and Shirley and remember how gay it is while also supporting your favorite actual gays, you can watch it at our Amazon shop, amazon.com slash shop slash leshangoutpod. Remember, you can also find us on all of the social medias. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter at leshangoutpod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure you subscribe so you're the first to get new episodes. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have episodes coming out on Thursdays, every other Thursday. You can find that at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. And if you want to support the podcast, an easy and free way to do so is to rate and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast, and we love reading your reviews. 
You can also join our Patreon family. We have so much fun. We do all sorts of cool stuff. You will get access to blooper reels. There are a ton from this episode, I guarantee it. We were a hot mess. Uh, you get access to Les Central's viewing parties. We can watch those together and hang out. Um, and we're also, we have some live shows coming up. We're going to be trying to organize some meetups with our patrons. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Hangoutpod. And if you want to get some of our merch, you can go to bit.ly slash shop. We have a new screw haul design out. We talked about it in our last episode, but going to keep plugging it because it is so freaking hilarious. It's amazing. And I love it. We have, uh, <laughs> if you want to get an L on your shirt, the next closest thing is to get a Les tank or T. Show everyone your gay pride. So you can do that at bit.ly slash shop. Uh, we also have a fundraising page for the Trevor Project. We would love if you donated to that. You can find it at bit.ly slash Trevor. And if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at LSH Foster on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.